going to turn things over now to Mr. Mark Weber. Sir, how you doing this morning? I'm well. It's really become very fall-like outside. At long last. At long <laughs> it's been the summer of uh, a torturous, torturous um, heat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as we begin this first hour of what will be three fun-filled hours of Garden Talk, we'd love to hear your voices today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. As we begin this morning's program, we're going to talk about how the very last few days are ticking away as far as your opportunity to sow grass seed. We're going to talk about how important it is to add a little fall and winter color to your landscape with winter blooming pansies and how planting style this is the time of year to plant trees and bulbs and so much more on am 1290 and news 95.7 whio the views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of cox media group ohio this is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist Kirsty Santini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a happy fall weekend to each and every one of you as we begin the first hour of what will be three great hours of radio right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. If you'd like to be part of Garden Talk, we have an open line for you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Nowhere else do you get to call a show and get all of the great gardening advice that you get here for the last 28 plus years than WHIO Radio. And uh, we'd love to hear your t- you today by giving us a call. If you've got a question about your lawn, your landscape, your trees, your vegetable garden, you've got questions about those, outdoor, those indoor plants that have been outside and how the time to move them in has uh, finally begun. I'll talk a lot about that today, about how to prepare those outdoor plants with their transition to the indoors. Um, the time they're ticking away when it comes to sowing grass seed. And, and I tell you what, there's a lot to do today here on Garden Talk. Um, but let's first talk a little bit about what Garden Talk is all about. Um, Garden Talk is all about helping you have a better lawn, garden, and landscape. Um, my name is Mark Weber. I have hosted this show for over 28 years, and uh, I truly enjoy um, what I do. I would love to hear from you today at 457-1290. If you've got a question about your lawn, um, you've got a question about your landscape, um, you're going to get expert advice here. And let me explain how I am an expert. Um, first of all, I hold two degrees from a place called Ohio State University. You may have heard of that before. you got a pretty good football team from time to time. Um, I also have a minor in agricultural economics. I'm also a board-certified master arborist. There's roughly about um, 35,000 certified arborists in the world, and uh, about 30, about 2% of us are board-certified master arborists. I'm also qualified in tree risk assessment, and I hold a number of other certifications and qualifications in my field of study. But what I like to do is teach. I like to talk about plants. I like to talk about how they can make your world a lot better. And I'd like for you to be part of that discussion because, frankly, um, a lot of times your questions that you call here at 457-1290 make a big, big, big difference in the way this show sounds. Um, I will tell you, there's I've been doing this a long, long time, and I will tell you there's never been one one broadcast of Garden Talk like another. So that's why when you listen to this show, you always will hear new stuff, fresh stuff, exciting stuff, and stuff that uh, really does matter. Um, Today, we're going to be talking a lot about grass seed, and we're going to talk about something you may not want to hear about if you have the problem, um, but you should hear about it if you haven't done something called grubs. They are out there. And they are doing a lot of damage to um, people's properties right now. And we're going to talk about how to manage grub issues a lot today. 
We're also going to talk about sowing grass seed and how the clock has begun to tick to the place that, frankly, ladies and gentlemen, you're running out of time. Um, for us, call us, me, um, that sowed grass seed a couple weeks ago, then we got a little bit of a tropical system came in the town, and, you know, next thing you know, um, it came up and grew, grew without a problem. Um, but if you think that you can put this off until October, you are so sadly mistaken. Sowing grass seed has to be done in August and September. If you do it in October, you roll the dice. It may or may not come up. And if it does come up, it may or may not survive something called winter. So don't waste your money. Heard that guy you heard on the radio. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about that today. We're also going to talk about how... If you've got a vegetable garden, how something called cover cropping can make a big, 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 big difference um, in rebuilding the soil in which uh, you are gardening in. We're also going to talk about fall color. And if you haven't noticed, things like Joe Pieweed and Goldenrod and the asters have begun to bloom in the fields and meadows of southwest Ohio. And they have been absolutely beautiful. We're also going to talk about the monarch butterfly. Um, what a remarkable animal it is. And I will tell you, a week ago, I um, took some time off and um, spent some time up in northern Ohio. And I will have to tell you that I will have to say I have seen more monarchs this season than I think I have seen in, in many seasons that I can remember. And we're going to talk about um, how, <clears throat> how some of the things that we are actually doing as human beings is making a big difference in the world of the monarch butterfly. Um, and we're going to talk about how you can make a big difference in the world of the monarch butterfly um, as well. And we're always going to talk about today, folks, you've got to do this. We all complain about wintertime and how we don't have any color, any beauty in our yards. And we're going to talk about how planting Winter blooming pansies is the ideal thing. In fact, I'm getting ready to plant some in my house because it's the season. And what I'm going to get in return is astonishing. We're going to talk about the pansy thing today um, and how you should take advantage of that um, as well. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, you want to learn a little bit about my business, you can go to weberlandscaping.com. Also, I want to remind all of you as well that uh, you can also join us live at gardentalkblog.com. That's gardentalkblog.com. That's a free website where we house all of our um, important information as we do it for show prep and everything else. And you can be part of the broadcast as well there. Well, folks, when we come back, we're going to get right into the into the niche of the details. We're going to talk about why you should not waste your money, particularly in the world of sowing grass seed. We're going to talk about the quality of seed, how to plant the seed, and how that seed needs lots and lots and lots and lots of water. On AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin with Richard Herps of Keller Williams Hometown Realty. And Richard, uh, give us an update on the local real estate market. Well, the market is very strong right now. Unit sales are actually up a half a percent. The best news overall is the average sales price is up over six and a quarter percent, bringing that number to just over 164,000. The biggest problem we have right now is inventory. We need more people that want to sell their home. So if someone maybe is interested in selling their home, but well, maybe they're afraid though that if they sell it, they're not going to find another home. Exactly, and that's what we're running into. But we've developed some creative ideas to help buyers and sellers. So don't be afraid. Now's the best time to put your home on the market. Well, if someone wants to do that, what's the first step? Call me at 477-1411. And your website? That's teamherps.com, T-E-A-M-H-E-R-B-S-T.com. Get your home sold guaranteed. Call Richard Herbst to Keller Williams Hometown Realty. The number again, 477-1411. When the kettle whistles like that, it means it's um, done. Oh, right. You've got that thousand-yard stare. At one in the morning, what gives? It's Medicare. I need to pick a plan. 
I get it. You used to have an HR person for this sort of stuff. Exactly. And now... You're the HR person. I don't want to be the HR person. You don't have to be if you pick Anthem Medicare. With their shopping tool, you just answer eight simple questions to find a plan that's best for you. Are they actually simple? Yeah. No PhD necessary. Sounds good. Now, what are we drinking? A little passion flower action what? <laughs> Whatever my wife buys. Okay. Not a tea guy. Got it. Go to bed. For all the things that keep you up at night, Anthem Medicare has a solution, like their simplified online Medicare shopping tool. Eight simple questions to find a plan that's best for you. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Rest easy. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of community insurance company. Anthem is a Medicare Advantage and prescription drug plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Anthem depends on contract renewal. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. Wild Birds Unlimited Ever wonder where the birds go in the winter? While many birds migrate south this time of year, many of our favorite birds such as cardinals stay put all winter long. Keep a reliable source of food and water available. You may see fewer birds at your feeders now as natural resources are plentiful, but they're watching your feeders to determine if food will be there when they need it this winter. And you'll help migrating birds make their long journey too. Stop in and learn more at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Far Hills and Stroop. Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com. Inside the train testing facility, our heating and cooling products go through endless torture tests. We drop them, slam them against a wall, shake them, and then expect them to run without an extra decibel in our anechoic sound chamber. We test so it runs. Now through November 15th, upgrade to Unstoppable. Choose special financing for 48 months or discounts up to $1,000 on a qualifying new train system. Visit traininfo.com for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. Subject to credit approval. It's hard to stop a train. We all have our routines. And for some things, routines are perfectly fine. But there's no such thing as routine breast cancer. At the James at Ohio State, you get a multidisciplinary team that specializes not just in cancer, but breast cancer. They focus solely on the prevention, detection, and treatment of breast cancer, providing care that's far beyond routine. For more information, visit cancer.osu.edu. Flu season is rearing its coughing, aching, feverish head. Protect yourself in just minutes with a flu shot from Discount Drug Mart. No appointment necessary. Most insurance plans accepted with a zero copay for most Medicare, Medicaid, and several private plans. Discount Drug Mart saves you the runaround. You told us that local breaking news is important to you. So listen for the top local stories every 15 minutes all day long. And when big news breaks, we break in immediately. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome back to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Fall officially begins today, not until later this evening, but it certainly feels like fall with temperatures rising only to about the upper 60s this afternoon, which in fact is below average. We'll keep lots of clouds in place with perhaps a passing shower across the far south along with a little bit of a breeze. Later on tonight, clouds decrease. We fall to a low near 52 degrees, rising to about the low to mid-70s on Sunday with more sunshine. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is perfectly clear. We've got a delightful, and I mean delightful. If you haven't been outside yet this morning, open the window up. I, I tell you what, I got out of bed around 4 a.m., 
did what I had to do, head out of the garage, and I'll tell you what, I was uh, met with some absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous temperatures outside. It's only 58 degrees right now in downtown Dayton, 61 in Springboro, 59 in Wilmington, on the station. Oh, by the way, it's 57 up in Urbana. On the station that you're depending on for weather, traffic, and, of course, Garden Talk, AM 1290 News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Course Garden Talk starts every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, and we love to hear your voices today at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And I'll tell you what, um, coming up here in about uh, 10 minutes or so, I guess it's 10, maybe seven minutes. I'm going to talk about the monarch butterfly. Um, did you know the monarch butterfly is the only butterfly that migrates? It has to migrate because it will die if it stays here. And this is an insect that on so many different, uh, so many different levels uh, with when you consider the thousands of miles that it can fly, um to to just to just to survive um and there's been a concerted effort in our um in our country to find ways to help this plant help this animal survive and the utility industry has spent a lots and lots of uh, using a really great method of management of vegetation um to actually um um, create thousands and thousands of acres of pollinators that have really fostered this this animal's uh, um, rebirth. Um, I was up in northern Ohio um, about two weeks ago, uh, taking some time off, and I will have to tell you that the number of monarch butterflies that I saw during that time off was absolutely uh, astonishing. Um, I was absolutely blown away with the number of, uh, of them that I saw. And I, I told, told my wife at the time, I said, this is a really remarkable thing because it's fascinating to me that uh, this has been such a, 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 a looking bad, really bad for the monarch for quite a few years. And I mean, I just saw hundreds of them. Uh, where I was, and um, when I got home, I saw this, <laughs> saw tons of them in my own yard, and so it's one of those things where this is an insect that uh, is beautiful in so many different ways, but it also reminds us too that all, not all bugs are bad bugs. In fact, the vast majority of which are good insects, and a lot of which um, serve very important purposes of pollination that gives us food. Um, and also gives us important um, parts of part of the food chain as well. So keep in mind that if somebody tells you that you need to kill all the insects around your house and stuff, don't listen to them. They're, they're giving you a bunch of information that it frankly has no um, scientific validity. So, so don't do it. Don't, don't, don't hurt things that don't need to be hurt. 457-1290. Um, I'm going to go into a little bit of specificity today, and particularly if you've got a question, I want to hear from you at 457-1290. Um, the time to sow grass seed, ladies and gentlemen, is drawing to an end. I don't know how else to say it. It's drawing to an end. Um, you need warm soils to get seed to germinate. This morning, we're down to 58 here in downtown Dayton. Keep in mind the grass seed needs about 55, 57, 58 in warmer soil temps to grow. Once you go much below that, and that happens because of the nighttime lows of, 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 of fall, that seed is not going to germinate very readily. And it's going to require a lot of water. So if you've got bare spots or you've built a home and you need to get some great, great grass, get some grass growing. Do not uh, uh, waste your time thinking you're going to do it the next week or the next week or the next month. <laughs> I know people that think they can put it off till the put it off till December. It's not going to work that way. If you want grass seed to grow, you got to get it done now. 
Also, when it comes to varieties, you get what you pay for. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that sell grass seed. Unfortunately, a lot of the seed that's out there is a mess. It's just a simple, simply a genetic mess. So I would incredibly encourage you to buy high quality grass seed. And I will attest the finest grass seed that you can buy and spend your money on. It's green velvet grass seed from green velvet sod farms right here in good old Dayton, Ohio. And you need to buy only their seed. Simply put, any other seed is going to get you in trouble. So you pay, get what you pay for. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety is the number of the dollar. I got to see some pretty cool plants this week too, and I'll tell you a little bit about them um, as well. And along with that as well today, we're going to be talking about a lot about your um, landscape and how you can t- do things to make your landscape just a little bit better each and every year. And one of the things that can add the most significant value to your landscape, of course, is <laughs> of all the things there is out there, a tree. In fact, when you plant trees, trees add more value to the outer portion of your property than about any other thing that you can do as far as an improvement is concerned. And we'll talk about proper tree planting as well today at 457-1290. Along with that as well, we're a little bit, we're going to go into the garden. We're talking about a really fun stone fruit, stone fruit, meaning there's a stone in the middle of it um, called the damson plum. Um, They are in season now. You'll find them in local markets. Um, It's a really delicious plum, particularly if you cook it. And we're going to talk about damson plums uh, a little bit later in the next half hour or so of Garden Talk. Hopefully one of our meteorologists from New Center 7 will be stopping by. We're going to talk a little weather stuff today. And most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, the most key part of Garden Talk is you and your questions. Give us a call. 457-1290. And more Garden Talk shall continue after we get an update on the region and in the world with Mr. Adi. On AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It is 6.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this hour. The first day of fall officially here. Fall doesn't kick in technically till tonight, but if you step outside this morning, well, you may say otherwise. Mainly dry for the weekend, but I'm tracking our next chance for rain. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. WHIO triple team traffic so far looking clear this morning. We're not seeing anything that's going to cause any slowdowns if you have to make your way out on those roadways early in the early hours this morning. It's our top story. Fall is here in the Miami Valley officially just before 10 p.m. tonight, but it certainly will feel that way all through the rest of the day as well. Temperature is going to be lower than normal. Typical highs this time of year should be around 70 degrees. We're going to be below that today, only getting to about 68 for an afternoon high. Meteorologist McCall Vrydags will give us a look at what else we can expect going through the rest of the weekend and also into next week as well. And the exclusive forecast coming up in just moments. Well, we're learning more about a fatal hit-and-run pedestrian accident on I-70. That's in Clark County. Patrol troopers from the Springfield Post have identified the victim as a Columbus man. They found 51-year-old Bradley Liebling already deceased on the berm on eastbound 70 near the 66-mile marker. Officers have not found the vehicle that struck him, and they don't yet have a description. That's WHIO's Ron Otto with team coverage. And the Dayton Flyers will begin Pioneer Football League play today against Davidson. The Flyers will host the Wildcats this afternoon at Welcome Stadium. On his radio show Monday night at Milano's on Brown Street, Coach Rich Chamberlain says the defense will be a key today. We need our defense to hold up its end here of the team and not allow them to control the ball. That's WHIO's John Tisdall. Our pregame coverage begins at 12.30, kickoff at 1 o'clock with Larry Hanskin and Mike Kelly here on the home of the Flyers. 
Reporting from our nation's capital, Jamie Dupree 2.0. Now our Washington Insider tells us no agreement on testimony from Dr. Christine uh, Blousey Ford. Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee have scheduled a vote on Monday for Kavanaugh's nominations. Lawyers for Ford had asked for extra time to work out an agreement, but Republicans said the time had come to move ahead. Regardless of Ford's allegations of sexual misconduct against the president's Supreme Court nominee, now you can see more from Jamie at our at his blog on our website. Just go to whio.com. And here's the exclusive forecast, the most accurate and dependable forecast with meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Fall officially begins today, not until later this evening, but it certainly feels like fall with temperatures rising only to about the upper 60s this afternoon, which in fact is below average. We'll keep lots of clouds in place with perhaps a passing shower across the far south along with a little bit of a breeze. Later on tonight, clouds decrease. We fall to a low near 52 degrees, rising to about the low to mid-70s on Sunday with more sunshine. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley, Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And the latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar is looking clear throughout the Miami Valley. Maybe a little breezy in parts of the valley this morning. 54 degrees in Troy. It's 58 in Springfield. At 58 here in Dayton at 633. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. At McAfee, we strive to remain a leader in our industry by realizing you, the customer, comes first. We also know your time is valuable. You should never have to take time away from what matters to get an estimate on a new system for your home. So now, like never before, receive a price instantly using our online estimating tool at mcair.com. Any season, any time. McAfee. This is WHIO's Clark Howard. I save you money, and the gang at WHIO work hard to bring you live breaking weather, traffic, and news right here. WHIO. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. If you don't know what a monarch butterfly looks like, oh boy. (laughs) Let me explain. This is an insect that is, its wings are edged in black with white dots. And in between the veins of its leaf are bright orange. This insect, when it flies through the air, is absolutely magnificent. Its body is spotted, and it has these long antennae, and it has a long proboscis. You'll find it on plants like milkweed and, and goldenrod and others. Well, today and throughout the rest of this fall is the beginning of the annual migration of the monarch. The monarch is, is an amazing adventure because this battered butterfly will fly miles upon miles. It's the only butterfly known on the planet to make a two-way migration. Unlike other butterflies, it can only overwinter as larvae and pupae. Even as adults in some species, the monarch cannot survive our cold temperatures of the northern climates, but it must come back every year. The monarch butterfly uses environmental clues to know when to travel south for the winter, and they use a combination of air curtains, current, currents, and thermals to travel along long distances, both spring and fall. Some may fly nearly 3,000 miles to their home in the winter. But the key for us is to help foster the monarch butterfly by planting things that help help the monarch, butter, the monarch butterfly grow and have a wonderful life on the planet. Things like goldenrod and aster and many more. So my friends, do the right thing and preserve the monarch butterfly. 
You've been Into the Garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of this morning's mon- uh, legendary broadcast. I would love to talk to you. 457-1290. Let's head to the telephone lines. And if you've got a question, you want to talk about monarch butterflies, you want to talk about hummingbirds, whatever you want to talk about as it relates to your yard, garden, and landscape, there's not one but a plethora of phone lines available for you at 457-1290. Let's head to the telephone again and let's go talk to Jerry. Jerry, good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. I just had a quick question. Um, I had a, a common lilac bush that was doing real well, and then all of a sudden all the leaves just fell off of it. Any idea? Uh, prob- when did the leaves fall off? Oh, about a week or two ago. Okay. Probably it succumbed to pottery mildew or downy mildew. So what I want you to do, just let's just do, a, do, do, do yourself a favor here. I want you to go out to that plant when the sun finally comes up this morning um, right. and, and take your thumbnail and scratch it, scratch the bark. And when you remove the outer bark, if there's, a little, if there's green underneath that outer bark, you should be good to go. It should be able to make it through winter and do what it needs to do. Would it need any type of... Uh, uh fungi spray or something well uh, you know that's it's an interesting question because um as long as i can remember uh, lilacs old-fashioned and french hybrid lilacs have always come down with mildew uh, the interesting part is it doesn't affect their health um and that's kind of a good part is that you don't have to use any pesticides with it if it is mildew um, typically oh. the leaves will kind of look like they have a dusty substance on them right yeah, that's that's mildew, and it typically could be powdery or downy. And I don't want to get too, too uh, grossly technical here, but they really both do not harm the plant, and that's kind of the take-home message here. Uh, okay, great. So I, it, I, I I did trim them a little bit just to see if it was green, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it still is. Just be careful because if you um, prune. Um, much off you won't have any blooms next year <laughs> because i just took a little piece off yeah see those little double those but the kind of those thick uh double buds at the at the uh um, top of the plant on the terminals those are actually the flower buds of a lilac so you want to try to keep those protected as much as you can okay I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Mark. Jerry, I really appreciate your call from Wilmington. I hope you have a spectacular day, okay? All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, since I wasn't around last week, (laughs) I think we're going to do two What Plant I Am's this week, Javon, so so that you know (laughs) we're going to make things a little interesting in the next uh, two-plus hours of Garden Talk. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. I'll tell you what, uh, Javon, let's go into the garden kitchen. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. This wonderful, wonderful fruit is called the Damson Blue Plum. Now, the Blue Damson Plum is one of these, it's very seasonal. It is one that uh, I love dearly. It's a very small plum. Um, It's approximately about the size of a large cherry. Um, They're thick, they're dark dark blue, and they have a very kind of bluey kind of uh, skin to them. Um, the interior of this plum um, has a low flesh to seed ratio and is somewhat dry. It's not a plum that I would say that you'll eat by hand, but it's also a plum that's really delicious when it's cooked. It has kind of a greenish golden kind of uh, translucent pulp in the middle of it. But what makes this thing is the way that it tastes when you cook it. 
Um, dance and plums go all the way back into the ancient times of the Europeans and the and and and, the, and it's, it's a plum that uh, has its origins all the way back into the Middle Eastern period. And also damson plum has been a, a crop that's been grown here in Ohio and Michigan, as well as in states like California. This week's In the Garden Kitchen, the damson plum. You've been Into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now, 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290, if you'd like to be part of Garden Talk, we would love to talk to you. An open line, not one, not two, but four. 457-1290, this is your chance, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to be part of Garden Talk, we want to really hear from you today as we do what we do best each and every week, which is called Garden Talk. 457-1290, and without further ado, up on the horticultural hotline, your friend as well as mine... I know he's my friend. I don't know if he's your friend. <laughs> Mr. Richmond Pearson. How are you, Rich? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you? So so you're giving a talk today at Knollwood, I see. I am. And you're doing one on lizards and trees, right? No, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Rich. Nobody knows about this except you and Fred at GardenTalkBlog.com, you know? I told my wife. I told my wife about it, but she she says you did what? What happened? And I said, Yeah, it happened, honey. It really happened. <laughs> well, you know, you find the strangest things up in a tree sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny for all those folks that are wondering what I'm talking about. This week, I was working in points south of the south of Ohio, and I was inspecting a, a tree about twenty some feet up in the air, and uh, um, and, and the climate in which I was working in, it's quite subtropical. I might, it's not completely tropical from the zone partiness, but it's subtropical. And I was looking at a pruning cut on a certain species of tree called a mahogany. And, uh, and uh, well, come around the corner and looked, and there was an iguana looking at me right in the eye. <laughs> and, of course, um being an arborist, we're trained to always freeze and count to ten, and then make a decision what the heck we're going to do with ourselves. And I think the I think the iguana was more scared of me than I was of the iguana, because he, he flew down the tree and actually fell about fifteen feet down to the bottom, and and tore off. And you know, it's an interesting animal, Rich, because this thing's got this big long tail. Okay. And when it runs, uh-huh. it runs in this place where I was at was fairly heavily. Um, it was it was actually a, like a botanical garden place, and and it ran through there. You thought a herd of buffaloes were running through there. its tail going wham wham wham. It's just running through there, and uh, which brought me to another interesting story. Um, Kim and I were traveling. We were in nearly in South America. And we were driving along and. Had a sign up that said "Fresh Iguana Today," and uh, ever had iguana soup? <laughs> nope, but of course one would ask, "Does it taste like chicken?" Well, it actually tastes a little better than chicken. It's it's pretty good. I I will have to tell you, I hate it. I I drank I I literally had a bowl of iguana soup once in my life. The interesting part about iguana soup is there's only one problem with iguana. You know what that is? Like most, can't wait to hear it. With, with like most reptiles, they have lots of bones. Okay, <laughs> so well, yeah, I guess they would, wouldn't they? So when you when you have a bowl of iguana soup, you have to, you know, be very prudent about the bone content that's in the soup. <laughs> so you spend a lot of time, you know, sucking the the bone off the the, the meat off the bone and spitting out the bones. So. I think I think there was as many bones in the bowl as there was actually soup. So um, I'll, I'll 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 digress now. You know, Rich, uh, the weather finally has kind of cooled off. Um, mm-hmm. Goldenrod and aster are in bloom now. Um, there's hints of of fall in the season. 
And and one of the prettiest plants, probably far one of the most toxic plants in the world, is beginning to turn red. Our good old friend, Mr. Poison Ivy. And um, go ahead, sir. Tell us about uh, about the first fall well, color. Another good friend that's uh, uh, also both of these plants are native to the area, but they're uh, they find their way into our landscape. Certainly, poison ivy. Um, and, and I get in a lot of trouble being, you know, a professional horticulturist and, and praising poison ivy. Mm-hmm. But truly, it is a beautiful plant. And I agree there are people that are, are dangerously allergic to it, and they should avoid it. And, and it should be removed from heavily uh, traveled public areas. However, it should not be eradicated and exterminated because not only is it it's a beautiful vine when it's green. It's absolutely spectacular in the fall. It is one of two vines that are the first to color up with a, an amazing red-purple color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it also, when it's mature, it provides a heavy load of fruit that is a significant and important food source for migrating birds. It's a very high-energy uh, berry that it produces. Right. So um, the house that we recently moved out of, I maintained probably, oh, four or five good, healthy poison ivy vines. But they were in in kind of remote areas, and and people weren't walking past them. Right. And they were beautiful, spectacular. The other vine uh, that is uh, similar, it's not really closely related, but it is a native vine. It grows in the same environment, um, a lot of the same habit is Virginia creeper. Right. And it's very often confused with poison ivy, uh, but it's better behaved. It is much less toxic, and it also produces a fruit. It's a blue fruit that is attractive to birds. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the big difference is Virginia creeper has five leaves that are palmately, five leaflets that are palmately arranged around the leaf stalk. Poison ivy has three leaflets that are pinnately arranged on the leaf stalk. And it's not tough to separate the two. A lot of people confuse them. Right. Um, I was able to, I was able to tell them apart when I was six years old, and I could also tell poison ivy apart from box elder. So you, so you, so you were afflicted with plant attention deficit disorder at an early age, like I was. I think I was born with it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell you, it's. But, One thing about what we do, Rich, we never grow for it. Now, Rich, tell everybody today, you're doing a talk at Knollwood today. What time is your talk? Uh, my talk is at 10, and oh. I'm, I'm not sure if there is space left. They were doing a, a, a pre-registration for it. And oh, you mean I can't just show up and come harass you? Well, I can't imagine you would um, miss the chance to do that, so... <laughs> And, and and did you did you notice that there's something called tailgating with trees again happening? I did. I, I checked my email and uh, I'm uh, beginning work on the first section of that. Yeah. yeah, and for all our consummate professionals in the in the audience coming up in, I'm gonna get. I don't even know when this stuff's going on. I have to look. Um, that one's in October. The first one is the seventh of October. Seventh of October. Twenty mm-hmm. seventh. No, yes, the twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Yeah, well, first tailgating with trees this fall is the twenty fifth, and I don't know if this is right because she put down tail with doing plant ID. I had actually we were going to do planting and fertilization on the twenty fifth. So well, that's what I thought too, but it's no, she plant. got it all messed up. I'll fix. I'll get this fixed. I got. Okay. Uh, Mark will get it fixed. Yeah, I'll get it fixed. And then we'll reannounce it to make it sound official. Uh, (laughs) Well, Rich, listen, thank you so much. It was really good to hear your voice. Have a good talk today, and I will not be there to harass you. But anybody that's going to see Rich today, be sure to go there and give him a hard time. He really really deserves... Of a certain bit of verbal verbal banter, he he really enjoys enjoys that very much. And anybody that's ever seen the two of us together, we do a lot of that when we're <laughs> when we do talks, no don't we? Of helpful input there, Mark. That's right, man. We, we 
That's what the love's all about, you know. Rich, take good care of you, and we'll talk soon, okay? Okay. Take care, man. Bye-bye. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking to Ben from Miamisburg, cranking up the telephone lines at 457-1290 on AM 1290. And News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. Wild Birds Unlimited. Ever wonder where the birds go in the winter? While many birds migrate south this time of year, many of our favorite birds such as cardinals stay put all winter long. Keep a reliable source of food and water available. You may see fewer birds at your feeders now as natural resources are plentiful, but they're watching your feeders to determine if food will be there when they need it this winter. And you'll help migrating birds make their long journey too. Stop in and learn more at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Far Hills and Stroop. The world never stops. It's constantly changing, evolving, moving forward. And so are we. Introducing Spectrum Mobile, built on America's largest and most reliable LTE network. Combined with a nationwide network of Wi-Fi hotspots, free talk and text, and all designed to save you money. The best network, the best devices, the best value. Spectrum Mobile. Visit Spectrum.com today. Restrictions apply. Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. Old, odd, and valuable come together at Belmont Coin and Jewelry. Industry low prices on only the highest quality GIA certified diamonds. Belmont Coin and Jewelry specializes in loose diamond appraisals, purchases, and sales. Choose from a wide range of ever-changing diamonds. Gifts for all occasions. Call 937-252-6895 or visit belmontcoins.com. That number again is 252-6895. Honest appraisals, accurate prices, Belmont Coin and Jewelry. Hi, I'm WHIO meteorologist Kirsty Zontini. Fall in Ohio brings the threat of severe weather. Trust the only radio station with severe weather coverage from Storm Center 7. It's where weather comes first every 15 minutes or sooner. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Officially begins today, not until later this evening, but it certainly feels like fall with temperatures rising only to about the upper 60s this afternoon, which in fact is below average. We'll keep lots of clouds in place with perhaps a passing shower across the far south along with a little bit of a breeze. Later on tonight, clouds decrease. We fall to a low near 52 degrees, rising to about the low to mid 70s on Sunday with more sunshine. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows delightful conditions. It's 58 degrees in downtown Dayton, 61 in Springboro. It's 55 degrees. Oh, wow. In Eaton, on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Garden Talk starts every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, and we run to 9, and we definitely want to hear from you today at 457-1290. And uh, let's head back to the telephone lines. Let's go talk to Ben in Miamisburg. Ben in Miamisburg, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. The pleasure's all mine, sir. How can I help? Hey, I had a question for you. Um, we we have some beautiful elephant ears. I I I, I love them, and me and my wife are talking. We want to keep them because uh, they're they're just they're so nice and they're expensive bulbs. So 
I was wondering, is that something we should dig up? And um, her grandmother always said, dig them up, put them in a in a paper sack, put them in the garage mm-hmm. for the winter time, and then replant them for the for the spring. But um, I was just wondering your opinion on that. I'd never really heard anything. I got two of them in containers, and one is in the ground. Well, you know what elephant ear really is. I don't. <laughs> it's actually taro. You ever heard of taro? I don't think so. I'm not a real. I'm not real educated on the on the plant. No, it's my okay. Well, that's my job. Though. You know, don't 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 put yourself down. It's really okay. Taro <laughs> taro is a um, elephant ears is taro. It's actually a root vegetable. Did you know that? Yeah, it's a root vegetable. I always thought they were poisonous. No, it's a root root vegetable. Um, and and it's it's a very important root vegetable in in in, in India, in Southeast Asia. Um, in fact, um, my daughter is um, engaged to a young man whose family is from China, and his mother grows. T- uh, well, she just calls it taro. I call it elephant ears, <laughs> and she grows it for that intended purpose to to make uh, food with. Um, and, and it's incredibly, st- it has a high starch content. It's used in a number of different Asian um, dishes. Um, and in tropical climates, per- it's completely perennial. In fact, I've, it's a major food staple in um, African and Oceanic and Indian culture. Um, and it's, it's, if you go to go buy it in the store, it's extremely expensive. So it's one of those things where you, when you think about it, uh, and in fact, I will tell you, um, with my travels, I have seen it for sale. People have eaten it in all different parts of the Caribbean and South America and Central America as well. It's a very tasty uh, starch, um, and it tastes a lot like potatoes, if that makes any sense. Um, and you but just eat, eat the leaves? No, it's the, it's the bulb. It's actually the root. The, the root huh. itself. Yeah, that root itself is actually, it's really a corm is what it is. Horticulturally, we call it a corm. It's C-O-R-M. But to answer your question, basically you will shake the dirt off of it, um, cut the leaves off of it, but then just store it in a, in a warm and a dry, cool place in your house. Um, and then when the first day's frost-free day may come along, put it back, plant it back outside. If you got some extra ones, eat them. <laughs> you know? Um. I might have to try that. Yeah, huh? just look up look look up taro. It's T A R O. And it's one of the it's one of those things sadly to say that I think we we in the northern United States don't get some of the really cool um, things that grow in the tropics that we get to eat. And this is one that we can grow in our own gardens, enjoy its ornamental beauty with leaves, but also enjoy its food value with its wonderful corn, okay? All right. Well, I learned something new today. I appreciate it. That's my job on Garden Talk, sir. Thanks for the call. We'll talk to you next time, okay? Hey, thank you. Bye-bye. Folks, that'll wrap it up for hour number one of three hours of great gardening advice. Another two hours lies ahead with your opportunity to win a $25 gift card to Knollwood with What Plan I Am and so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.